Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am your co-host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert, my co-host and golf enthusiast, Dan Doc Hathaway. Dan, you've been hitting the golf course a lot lately? I've been trying, yeah. You've been trying? Yeah. Are you getting good? No, I'm horrible. (laughs) I'm I'm so bad at golf. No, no, you... it's, it's It's truly like one of the things that... I just can't. I've been playing golf since I was like 10 years old. I just can't get any better. Well, who, who are you measuring yourself against? That's a great question. I'm actually, I, you know, I, I actually established a handicap and I'm just oh. measuring myself against myself. And I just, God, I'm so average. It's not, it's, it's horrible. See, but when you establish a handicap, this is when you're starting to get serious. This is not the, like I used to be a pretty good bowler. And, you know, I had the whole handicap and blah, 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 and get the little stickers and a trophy mm-hmm. and the shirt. You got to have the shirt. But yeah, that's, that's starting to get, that's starting to get a little serious there. I just, I just want to be good at something. <laughs> I failed at everything else. See, I, when I first started golfing, I was doing morning radio and I would get done at noon mm-hmm. and everybody was at work and I wanted to do something. So I literally went to Walmart and bought a box that had golf clubs and a bag and some balls and a glove, some tees and went to a golf course and just, I used to play a little bit younger, but I got so involved with it. And, you know, after a while I'm like, oh, let's see, I can't pay my electric bill, but I'm heading to the golf course. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it was time. Now I have fun with it. See, I'm opposite of you. Oh, I'm having fun. Well, that's good. I'm having a ton of fun. I just, it's, it's maddening that you you know you go out you practice you you put the time in i hit balls in my shop i've set up nets i've got hitting mats the whole thing and i just can't get any better i think it's it's actually time for me to do lessons i think i I, i've never done them before and i think they would help out tremendously i recommend it i did yeah one of the daughters would be crying he's like leave daddy alone he's putting (laughs) just leave me alone i uh speaking of golf by the way usa Alexander Shoffley, am yeah. I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. He won the gold in the golf at the Olympics, and it was I ended up watching it live, which I literally stayed up all night long. And then they had seven players for the bronze, and I stayed up for that too. It was yeah. Okay. I, the, I, I want to know who won brisket. That'd be awesome if they had a the Olympic. Uh, brisket category i I would i would stay up for that too all right coming up on the show we have got deborah jones very excited from jones barbecue she's been on the steve harvey show uh she was featured in queer eye on netflix she's been featured on cbs evening news and you can check out her website at jonesbbqkc.com and speaking of failures we're gonna talk to dan about biggest barbecue failures (laughs) not necessarily dan's uh we i although i know he has some well but everybody in that 
and who does that does that's part of being a success but um actually i'm hoping dan will tell some stories of other people and just keep it anonymous so not hey, to get trouble. can you get this knife out of my back <laughs> oh, oh, oh oh that's yeah. ugly. i was trying not to come across that way yeah. i was trying not no it's yeah. I, just, I'm, I'm loud and clear I no you. biggest barbecue failures but not necessarily <laughs> yours everybody in, in the business has done that uh, sp- speaking of barbecue i have you know i went through my little grilled cheese um addiction we know, phase. We I'm know. still going to meetings for that and now it is when i go get barbecue and they say aside now all of a sudden i'm into mac and cheese now let me ask you guys this 10 years ago was mac and cheese really a thing i mean i'm i mean i grew up eating craft Bar- or mac and cheese my whole life well, that's not really mac and cheese i know but i still like <laughs> it Lord, every man. once in a while it's comfort food but i mean as far as a side with barbecue i never really noticed until i don't know the last however is that is that a, is that a thing is that a growing thing mac and cheese because it is for me it's on uh, everybody's menu that i know of and it's so good yeah i think what because it's probably so simple well it's, it's inexpensive together. and you yeah. and you know it's very easy to take something as simple as mac and cheese and put burn ends on it. And all of a sudden it becomes, you know, something very special. I mean, I always would be like something and French fries, you know, whatever ribs, right. You know, brisket sandwich, whatever. And French. And now it's kind of like, no, I want the mac and cheese. What's wrong with me? More than you'll ever know. <laughs> One glance in the mirror. Yeah. How much time do we know. have? Not enough. Okay, yeah. so quickly, I'm going to just say for right now, my favorite new side dish uh, at barbecue is mac and cheese. Dan, real quick, what's yours? Oh, potato salad for okay. sure. See, I'm oh, not a potato yeah. salad. And I, I like potato salad all different ways. I love the warm German potato salad with, you know, that that's just killer. But man, just good old potato salad. Okay, T Bone. Uh, true sides, the if they've got good beans. Oh yeah. But I always get a couple uh, ribs. <laughs> That's your side. Yep. Uh, what you, what you want for dinner, sir? Uh, ribs. What do you want for a side? Ribs. Yeah. Just give me all the ribs you <laughs> have. Because you never give me enough. <laughs> <laughs> Time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-A-Man, sponsored by August Barbecue Sauce of the Month. We just mentioned Deborah Jones. It's Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce. 15 ounces. The Jones family has made their sauce from scratch daily for decades. And for the first time, you can now create the magic of Jones Barbecue in your home. And you can get it at jonesbbqkc.com. And Dan, your store carries it too. So if you want it there, you can also get it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. T-Bone, what do we got for a question today? Dear Dr. Dan, I've noticed in the KCBS standings that uh, Slaps Barbecue and Getting Basted are going at it again after finishing number one and number two last year. I want to know what you think these guys' strategy is as they're heading down the stretch. And and that's from T-Bone in Kansas City. <laughs> oh, never heard of her. <laughs> never heard of her. <laughs> she looks good in a dress. I can tell you that right now. Now, now Joe and Brad have... Uh, our frequent guests on the yes, show yeah. so so let's talk about them man that, yeah. so i've never been into the, the casey deep into the kcbs race like this before and what those guys they they're so dialed in right now i mean they finished one and two in dodge city um this past weekend and man it's 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 such a unique position to be in because you you're you're dialed in but you're not changing anything there's no there's no you know tweaking little things here and there you're just doing you're 
just trying to replicate your last cook. Now, let me ask you, you know? a question, because you mentioned this the last time you competed, mm-hmm. that you feel like you're having to put more and more like rub and spices on it now. Well, Do you think that's kind of happening? You know, the the nature of the beast when it comes to uh, competition barbecue is that you're trying to pack as much flavor into one small bite. Mm. Because, you know, the, the judges aren't going to sit down and eat a whole plate of right. barbecue. I mean, they... <laughs> They're getting six ribs. They're getting six pieces of brisket, you know, six burn ends. And, and you want to pack as much flavor into that. And once you kind of, it, it barbecue kind of ebbs and flows, you know, people, people will get hot one year. They'll be off the next year. They'll get hot, you know, but Joe and Brad are just, they're, they're monsters when it comes to, to competition. All barbecue. consistency there. I mean, you cook every week and you just try to replicate it week in and week out. Talk about, uh, their relationship because i know that 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 they're buds and they talk to each other and try to set up to go head to head all the time well that that's the funny thing is you know uh, they'll they'll chase each other around and and just try to beat each other's <laughs> brains out you know you know a lot of times you'll see them end up at the same contest because that's the only way you're going to gain points is if you go head to head and you straight up beat somebody because if brad goes let's say brad goes out to south carolina and wins a contest joe's cooking here in kansas city and he wins a contest they get points, but if you're trying to beat each other up and you can steal points away, that's that's the name of the game. I wonder if when they're having conversations, Wesson doesn't ask secretly a question, trying to get a little answer out of the other one. You know? Oh, there's there's <laughs> always going to be a little bit of jabbing. <laughs> I, I, I let me. I, I might mention so like right now, slaps Joe's team has a 35 point lead, which is pretty slim. Yeah, uh, over Brad, uh, that can change. You know, quickly. And uh, if you want to follow them, go to www.kcbs.us, and it'll be right there on the homepage of standings. Very nice. And thank you to that T-Bone person for giving us the question. We're going to send you our August barbecue sauce of the month, Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy, for only 15 ounces. And speaking of which, she's next on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. 
We got him connected to care and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway, a very special guest today. And, you know, we get barbecue celebrities on here all the time. Dan does a great job. But we actually have a barbecue celebrity celebrity in Deborah Jones. Uh, she's got Jones Barbecue. She's been on Steve Harvey's show, Queer Eye, featured on there on Netflix, been on the CBS Evening News, uh, Ellen Tube, OM Kalen, and check her out, her website, wonderful website, jonesbbqkc.com, where you can purchase her sauces or her rub. Deborah Jones, welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, and thank you for inviting me. Are you glad? I know uh, every once in a while you get to get away and cool off a little bit. It's not 100 degrees today. Are you happy about that? Yes, I'm very happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a warm thing, the way you guys have it set up there. Now, just, just briefly, um, you, this is a family affair. you got your sister, Mary, your brother, Warren. Uh, your dad had to do it. I also, um, I was watching a little background on you, Deborah. You, you know, you came from humble beginnings. You've, you've always, you and your family, I should say, you're all hardworking people, aren't you? Yeah, my dad made sure of that. He said, nothing's <laughs> free, and you have to hit, let your feet hit the ground, get up and go for it. So what, what were a couple of those little jobs growing up that you did and before you got into barbecue? Well, uh, I, we, we, we shoveled snow. We uh, cut grass, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know Dan's a hard worker in, in all aspects of his life, and I think that just kind of goes with the barbecue. Now, one of the things, uh, speaking of your barbecue, one of the things that you talk about that I just love is your barbecue is made with spices and ingredients and love. So let's talk about that, Deborah. Well, I'll tell you something. You know, we, you gotta you gotta have a passion for this. It's nothing that you know you want to hit today, and I'll get back with it next week. You gotta have a passion for it. You gotta care about it. And um, not only that, you know, it's it's very important that the product try try and at least be ninety nine, if not one hundred percent correct every time. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their days, makes mistakes, but you gotta get the keep the barbecue pretty much across the board. That's why we try and put the love in it, and that's why we try and work hard at it. You know, in fact, in the fourth segment, uh, Dan and I and, and T-Bone will be talking about, you know, kind of making some mistakes, learning to make better barbecue. Or when, you were, when you were first starting out and you were trying different things, how many times did it take for you maybe, I don't know, let's just say a, a, a brisket, to go, this is it? How, how many different versions before you finally find that brisket that you really said, this is the one I want to sell? I'd say at least five, six times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every bit of five, six times. Now, when you were when you when you missed on one, did you throw it out or did you go ahead and eat it, Deborah? <laughs> well, you know, I just went on and ate it up because you know you have to see money go to waste. <laughs> you all just chunk this up and hope for the best next time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I think that's. Again, I wanted to try and hurry up and learn how to do it because see, I don't even know how to boil water on a regular stove or cook. <laughs> so for me to do this barbecue. And having, like I, I, I like it, was very important because mm. I don't even know how to cook. <laughs> Mary, with your shorty, knows how to cook. 
Now, you got a lot of national attention. We mentioned, you know, you being on Steve Harvey's show and Queer Eye on Netflix and CBS Evening News. And you got a lot of national attention because of COVID, which obviously been has been very hard on all barbecue restaurants and a lot of other on businesses. everybody in business, pretty much. Yes. But one thing you came up with, which as far as I know, the only one anywhere for a barbecue restaurant is a barbecue vending machine. Now, talk about that. Well, I'll tell you, uh, the vending machine was in, in progress before COVID-19. Oh, before really? Before COVID-19, yeah. But, and right as it started, kind of every hitting, hitting the TV screen, COVID-19, be careful, put your mask on. We had already got into the vending machine thing. And uh-huh. so when the vending machine did get finished, got up and running, I was glad because I was thinking if we have to close, this will be something that will carry us through because really I was just getting a vending machine because we close at three. Right. Or you you run out, which seems to happen a lot. (laughs) Because we cook up everything fresh. Oh, and then we, you know, we got other companies around us across on the railroad tracks. And then you got Amazon that just had not too long open up. So, you know, I got them saying that, you know, Hey, we need something after hours. The vending machine came in handy. So Deborah, are you guys the first ones to do the barbecue vending machine that you know of? Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. Uh-huh. I haven't heard no one say that they have one. <laughs> I've never I seen know, one. <laughs> yeah, I do know that it was in progress before COVID-19 because we closed it three and a lot of people was asking, well, hey, we work late at night. Can you get something done? And so I started thinking and thinking and I said, well, hey, what about a vending machine? That's so, so I called the company and they and I went to Iowa to talk to them about the vending machine. Yeah, that's it's just it's so awesome. You know, for a long time, I always thought, how great would it be to put a barbecue sauce vending machine at KCI Airport? Absolutely, because everybody's going, you know, running, running around. They want to grab something from Kansas City, and man, how cool would that be just to have it all set up, ready to go? Absolutely. Yeah, be, uh, maybe we'll get in there yeah. when the new airport comes because we have the the um, sauce that's in the vending machine mm-hmm. and the rub is in plastic bottles. Oh, that's so cool. That's so yeah. cool. Now, now, and it uh, drops from the bottom. Okay. I, now, I don't mean to get off on the vending machine ta- uh, 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 <laughs> tangent here, but uh, this, is, this is fascinating. Now, is the, is the vending machine, is it refrigerated when you put it in there? Is that a refrigerated vending machine? Yeah, it keeps it at a certain temperature that the health department requires. Sure. We so cook cool. the meat up fresh every day, let it cool off, then we slice it down or chop rib tips or whatever, and um, then we put it in a container with a small thing of potato sauce and a small thing of <laughs> sauce and put bread on it, and then we put our Jones barbecue uh, tape around it and set it up in the vending machine, and it, if you push C2, you'll get rib tips. Oh, man. B1, you'll get burning. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So. This might be the most revolutionary thing I've heard in a long time when it comes to barbecue. Deborah well, my daughter, Jones. Go ahead, Deborah. My daughter went to Atlanta and she was telling me, or was it here in Independence? I think someone has started selling uh, hair products in a vending machine at Independence <laughs> So, And then the company that made my vending machine, they told me they were flooded with calls after the people saw the vending machine. Sure, of course they were. Of I course mean, they were. Deborah Jones of Jones Barbecue, we are going to declare you a barbecue concessionaire genius for coming up with this because it, it, it is really now. Now I have a dumb question too. I'm we're sorry. We we're, we got another segment coming because now we're talking vending machines and Deborah's place. So does it take credit cards too? 
Yeah, that's all it takes is credit card. Oh, it man. takes a credit card, debit card, any type of card it will take. And you just swipe it, look up and see what you want. Get that <laughs> number and it drops down. And the good thing about it, it has a sensor in on both sides. If the if it don't drop, it won't charge your card. Oh, my oh, gosh. That that is just the most unbelievably wonderful thing I've ever. Now, how do you watch people like once you close the the restaurant at three? Do you kind of watch a slow, steady stream of people heading to the machine? Yeah, I, I look at it on my phone at night through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love this. I absolutely love this. Well, we're, we're running out of time for this segment, but she's not going anywhere. We're talking with Deborah Jones of Jones Barbecue. Um, be sure to check out her sauce, by the way. It's the sauce of the month. Sweet and tangy, right, Deborah? Yes, sweet and tangy. Sweet and tangy. Check that out um, at jonesbbqkc.com. She's been featured on the Steve Harvey Show, which if you watch that segment, you will get hungry watching it. Also featured on Queer Eye on Netflix. Also the CBS Evening News and Ellen Tube with O.M. Kalen, which, by the way, if you can look that up, it's a really interesting thing because he's comparing barbecues and it'll also make you hungry when we watch it. So we're coming back next with Deborah Jones right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with our producer T-Bone and my co-host and our barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. And we're speaking with Deborah Jones. She's got Jones Barbecue. She's been on the Steve Harvey Show, Queer Eye on Netflix, along with other national media. And you can check out her great sauces and rub at jonesbbqkc.com. That's Jones bbqkc.com uh deborah you know we were talking about you know your restaurant closing at three and you've got the vending machine but people need to know this is not a banker's hours kind of job you usually get up what like at 4 a.m well, well some days i get up at four and get and do, go over there and some days it's like one one o'clock in the morning it just depends on what day it is what day of the month it is because some days we're really busy on some days and others are you know it, i can come in at four and still be okay so that's why, you know, but what people don't know behind the scene is you have to get started early like that because we cook up everything fresh. Mm-hmm. We don't usually have no lingering product over. So we get up, have to get up like that to get, make sure everything's fresh and get done on time. So you guys are cooking everything fresh 
from start to finish every, daily. That's correct. Yes, you, if you come by there, you'll see us out there. Man, that, <laughs> that's, meat truck delivers on meat. That now that's dedication yeah. to a finished product. How long have you guys been uh, been at the barbecue thing? Uh, probably about thirty nine, going on forty years. My Is that God. all? And, <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about some of your barbecue techniques to kind of help the backyard barbecuer. Um, and by the way, I I hate to make you repeat something, but you mentioned earlier something about a barbecue back a backyard barbecue. What did you say something about that? Hey, I'm, this is just you know, be honest with you. If you're backyard backyard barbecue, stay back there <laughs> because when you have to do it for real in real life. It, it can cause you a headache and a few gray hairs. <laughs> a few gray hairs. Yeah, that, that yeah. Because if someone don't come in, you know, you gotta you gotta really hustle, you know, and get it done. And and if if this isn't ready and that's not ready, you know, you get you get in a, like a little panic stage because these people come and you know they might be on their lunch break or anything. So see, when you're in the backyard, you can take your time. If somebody come over and it's not ready, oh well. But it's a different story. <laughs> When it's, you know, it's the real thing about a business. That's right. If it, if you're a backyarder and it's not ready, here, have a beer and leave me alone. <laughs> and sit down. And sit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get in the chips or something. But you can't say that. <laughs> in real life, when you got a business, you be like, I had a little problem this morning. But they don't want to hear that. Because, you know, <laughs> hey, you, they might be on lunch or anything. So, you know, you got to have it right. So Deborah, I I I've seen your, your your cooker the guy the cooker that you guys use out in front of the restaurant and it just it it's like so traditional. Mm-hmm. Are you guys more of a like I would call like a, a traditional low and slow, or are you guys cooking a little bit hotter and faster to to get it done for that? Well, for your I, I cook it I cook it a little uh, faster at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I slow it down. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's a a great technique for people because you know you can. You can get that smoke and you can get the, those flavors and then it then it all becomes about the hold time and that's where you that's right and then also with it I we it a lot uh huh yeah I turn my meat a lot that that helps get tender and and then you kind of push holes in the meat too you know just taking the little fork and kind of push it to make sure and you'll see it pop up and stuff like that yeah so if you're turning a lot then that kind of gives it a more evenly cooked throughout the barbecue right right. Right. So, Deborah, you've been at this for a long time. You said forty years, and yeah, I mean that—that's an amazing amount of barbecue you've probably cooked in that forty-year span. What I want to know is, for somebody that's done that much barbecue, what is your absolute favorite cut of meat to cook? Oh, it's the it's the uh, ribs. Oh, yeah. When they start getting done or done, I take and hold up one and kind of shake it, and if it flaps. You know, you side of it flaps, then you know that rib's ready for you. So just, just you're just looking purely on. You're going off a of feel for tenderness. That's 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 exactly the, man. That's that is so. That's just the best part about barbecue is when you've cooked so much and you you get to a point where you can just pick up a piece of meat and you can just tell that it's that it's so close to being done or done. That's it, right. I mean that that's pure artistry right there as far as I'm and concerned. And that's when anything, that's the beef brisket, that's the rib tips, that's the sausage, anything. We don't use no thermometer or nothing because I can look at how many logs I put in and I know that's the right temperature for this. That, that's, <laughs> that, see, that's, that's, that's barbecue in its purest form. So speaking of logs, what kind of wood are you guys using over there at the restaurant? 
We use 99% hickory lest they bring us some oak in there because they might have ran low or something. Mm-hmm. So, but most 99% of the time it's all hickory. Nice. And you're, and you're just feeding your, that, that stick burner out in front of the cooker or out in front of the restaurant, just putting straight logs in it and then just that's right. cooking old mm-hmm. school barbecue the way it's supposed that's to be. That's right. Cooked. And the whole building is surrounded by nothing but hickory. People oh. come by and buy it too for they barbecue during the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You know, when I saw you on the Steve Harvey show, and then also, um, if somebody wants to look it up, on it's Ellen Tube, part of Ellen DeGeneres' show, O.M. Kalen, and in both of those segments, they were eating your ribs and... Y- you know, when you watch somebody eat a rib that's just perfect, like like on the shows, there's just a look in your like can your eyes kind of roll back a little bit. You get that little twinkle in your eyes. Yes, eye. it's like, <laughs> oh, I've I've just been into some heaven. And uh, yeah. it sounds like that's what you've been doing. Let's also talk about one of the things you also do along with your your incredible ribs. Talk about making your homemade sausage. Well, now we do that every day almost. What we do is, you know, we cut the pork. We season it, grind it, and stuff it in the cases like old school. We have a grinder in our building. Man, that's that's amazing. I mean, there's not a whole lot of restaurants in town that are doing their own sausage in-house. How, how long does that that take from, from beginning to end? Well, it just depends on how big of a tub. If we got two tubs, it might take about an hour. If we only got one tub, about 40 minutes. <laughs> and then and then when you put them on the grill, it, do you do like with the sausage you just mentioned earlier about you kind of do the fast to slow. Do you do that also with the sausage? Yeah, mm-hmm. but see, they're up on the second row, so it don't hurt them to be on fast. Okay, so you start pretty much everything on the lower row where it's the hotter temperature. And then as you see mm-hmm. it kind of hitting a certain, well, in your case, mm-hmm. not a certain temperature, a certain feel, I assume. Then you, yeah. then you take mm-hmm. take it up a little bit. I move it up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll move it back. Uh-huh. Man, I need to get over there. I I need to get over there and eat some of that sausage. I bet. And then, you know, once you see your ribs and stuff like that getting real close, you can crisscross them and you can crisscross your tips and that just gets them mellow to setting them to the right crisscross them. Because, see, your pit's still hot and it's still cooking. So when you get them where almost done, if you crisscross them and let them just mellow out, that's that, that's how you know. That's how you, you know. Pick them up when they bounce. They're ready for you. This, this, this is the most fascinating conversation we've had in a long time on the show because, you know, we, we talk to a lot of competition guys and we talk to a lot of, you know, people that are in the restaurant business, but I don't think we've had anybody that's so, that does things like the, the so old school way that, you know, no thermometers, you're going off a feel, you, 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 you know, your pit inside and out, you know, and you're not, you're not using a gas pit, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me because I I just think that that's the purest form of barbecue that the, you could possibly get, and I'm just thrilled to death to talk to you about it. Well, yeah, I'm excited about talking about it. And now that <laughs> before we got a before we got the floodlight outside, I used to do it in the dark, and the only sight I had was <laughs> the light from the fire and the you know the wood. So uh, even the guy said, "Damn, how you how do you know?" I said, "You, you do this as long as I have." That fire right there will let you see just what's going on. You don't need all the light, but I'm glad I got the light. But you know, Deborah, Deborah, we're we're running out of time. This has been such a such a, a fun. Wonderful. I hope you don't mind, but next time I come over there, I'm going to get some ribs and I want to get a hug from you. Is that okay? Because <laughs> right. no I, I, need, I need a barbecue hug. And if, and if I get some sauce on me from giving you a hug, I'm okay with that, Deborah. Oh, and you know, she I smells wonderful yeah, like that hickory yeah, smoke. I am, I am. <laughs> Everybody, we're going to 
Thank you again. We've been talking with Deborah Jones from Jones Barbecue. Uh, she's been on the Steve Harvey Show, Queer Eye on Netflix, also the CBS Evening News. Check out on Ellen Tube too. O M Kalen has got a segment which is wonderful, and you can purchase her sauce and rub at JonesBBQKC.com. We're going to be up next with Dan, and we're going to be talking about barbecue missteps. Not just Dan, but everybody in the barbecue world. We're not going to be picking on him. Thanks again, Deborah Jones, and we'll Thank be right you. back. Thank you. Come back on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. You can check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got commercial and now residential smokers, again, at oldhickorypits.com. Also, our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to News Radio 1110 KFAB up in Omaha, Nebraska. That is one big stick up there. They're covering Lincoln, Nebraska, Omaha Bluffs. I'm sorry, Council Bluffs, Iowa, and just all over the place up there. You can check them out at kfab.iheart.com, and you can hear us Sundays at 8 p.m. And a little shout-out to my buddy up there, Scott Voris, and you can hear him weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 1110 KFAB out of Omaha. Thank you so much for being a par- part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for the Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight, which you can purchase at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Dan, what do you got for us this week? So this week we have a it's a super unique product. It's called they're called Epicurean cutting boards. And they kind of came about because there was a company that were making eco-friendly municipal skate parks okay. so like you know you drive down you know you see these kids in the skate sure. park so these guys were making the ramps and the you know the jumps the ramps mm-hmm. all the stuff that you break your legs on <laughs> you know they were making them out of a compressed paper material that that like i said is eco-friendly it's made out of recycled product so they had all these small pieces left over at the end of the build and they're like what what can we do with these yeah. and that's how this cutting board company came about and so they make these super unique you know, it's a thinner, it's a lower profile cutting board, not like the big giant butcher blocks, mm-hmm. but they're thinner. You know, they're great for tailgating. They're great for, you know, I use one for competition barbecue oh, really? just because it, it 
fits nicely, you know, in, in all my stuff. They're, they're, like I said, they're lightweight, they clean up great, but these products are, like I said, they're, they're just so unique and they make, they make a million different sizes. That's what I was going to ask. So yeah, if, I mean, you're, you if can, you're traveling or, or backyard or not backyard, uh, tailgating, mm-hmm. you probably want the smaller one. Right. Whereas right. in your kitchen or you got a big space, you yep. get the bigger one. So they, they make them all, you know, little 10 by 10s all the way up to one that you can cover the entire length of your tailgate on your pickup truck. If you, and they call it the big game board. And that's the one that I, I really like using. And like I said, they're, relatively inexpensive for what they are mm-hmm. you know you're you're in the 40 to 50 dollar range for a really good cutting board which is you know right in that wheelhouse with a you know something that's affordable right. but yeah they're they're great check them out they're called epicurean cutting boards and we have them online on our store and they have a great website too and you can see all the different sizes now let me talk about safety a little bit with cutting boards because mm-hmm. you hear people talk about this so you've got your board or maybe more than one board it, should you, especially like, say you're doing competition or if mm-hmm. you're doing a tailgate, you're not at home, you don't have anything with you. Should you have like a bottle of mostly bleach or something like that, that when you're done cutting, like say chicken, yeah, do you spray it all off and clean it all off before you put another product on there? You know, the the biggest thing is to have multiple cutting boards, especially if you're going to be cutting raw okay. and, and cooked. You know, you want separate cutting boards because you don't want to cross con- cross contaminate. Right. And if you're out, tailgating or whatever it's warm outside you know bacteria will grow really fast so yeah having a, a little bit of a, a food safe sanitizing spray some bleach water that sort of thing on hand just to wipe it down to make sure that you don't you know end up you know getting somebody sick that, so the moral of the story idea. is buy more than just one yeah, of just these buy, cutting, buy, boards. Buy a couple cutting boards <laughs> that's right yeah. and, and like i said they're they're great they're lightweight easy to use and uh they're they're good for your knives make it easy on yourself and by the way you can get those cutting boards at the kansas city bbq store.com now we were talking earlier about you know your biggest failures in barbie we talked to deborah a little bit about it that she had to try different things before she found a brisket that she liked and we are not picking on dan t-bone <laughs> t-bone join in with me we are not say it with me we're not picking on dan what dan do now okay oh, well. so so but i want to go back a little bit real quickly um, because you talk about you've got to experiment and you know it's it's kind of like anything I mean you know if you play third base in baseball and you're at practice you don't scoop up every ball that comes your way there's going to be ones that hit, take a bad bounce or you miss it right in barbecue it's the same thing it, it's basically a sport if you will but well, I wouldn't call it I mean it well, I mean, yeah. it's it's a sport in that you have to keep <laughs> practicing to get better at it. Yeah, that that's the that's the argument that I that I enjoy having with people. Oh, is if that, it's yeah. a sport, yeah. It's- <laughs> but trust me, T Bone and I like to play poker, and that's the same. Well, even golf, people will argue <laughs> golf's not a sport. Really? I mean, you have you, you have to physically do something, and you have to physically do something to barbecue. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's what it is. But okay, so going back to. The, the failure aspect. Okay. Of, you know, that's the, that, one of the best things about barbecue is when you first get started is the trial and error. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you really learn. And if you can, you know, if you can remember your mistakes that you made and remember the, the correct things that you did, man, if you can bank all that information, that's, that's where you really start to develop a feeling for it and kind of your own style. Did you say, and I, and, and maybe you didn't, do you journal when you're doing this? And I don't mean to sound silly, but you know, I. But in order to remember what you're doing, isn't it better to kind of journal so you know what what ingredients you put in and what you didn't? Right. Yeah. It, it's always a good idea. I even when you're cooking in inside the house to always you know kind of 
keep a keep a record of what you're doing right. i you know for a long time i would i would write down everything that i would do at a barbecue contest mm-hmm. when i first got started i was so just crazy about it <laughs> and i would document everything from the amount of you know the amount of toothpicks that i brought in a, right. in a ziploc bag to you know <laughs> just the craziest things but yeah the more information that you can hold on to the better because it's going to tell you you know when you've made a mistake why you've made that mistake and how you can go forward and correct that that mis- you know mistake from happening the next time you cook now i'm going to ask you a question which of course i don't want you to name any names but can you think of a, a fellow competitor that some something they did or didn't do that was just one of the biggest barbecue colossal oos that you can remember Oh yeah, it happened to me. I mean, <laughs> now, see, T Bone, we were trying not to pick on Dan. I, I will, I'll throw myself <laughs> under the bus. You know, when we first started cooking, we we came out of the gate pretty hot, um, and we had a lot of success very early. And you know, it, that that if you are simple minded as I am, it, it'll go to your head, mm. and you'll you'll just you'll start to kind of oh well, I don't need to do that this time because you know it. We've never messed with it before. One time, I actually forgot to bring a, uh, a a clock. We we always have one of those clocks that on the wall when we're doing a contest, mm-hmm. and I forgot to bring it. And I thought, oh well, I'll just you know I'll just use my watch, go off of my watch, right. and you know we'll sync it up with the official time and everything. And it it I could have just play, I could have seen it happen to coming a mile away. We completely missed our rib turn in. Oh no! Yeah, we, and and we were literally twenty feet from from oh. turn ins, and it was the first time Jackie and I cooked together and just by <laughs> ourselves without any teammates, and we missed rib turn in by about twenty seconds. We had we were completely clueless, like in a frenzy trying to get everything turned in and all this stuff. And yeah, we missed we missed. It's turns. like living in the city and the last bus leaving for the day. It literally like, was, <laughs> and and after that, you know, we just. We oh, I always double check my list and and make sure that we have everything packed because that was a huge mistake. Well, and I mentioned a long time ago uh, a radio station that I was with. They decided to be in a competition for the first time, and all the guy had pages of lists of things you have to take, mm-hmm. and it's probably not a bad idea just to double check it before you leave the house. Oh, absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, mark it off as it's going into the into your vehicle, and you know, and that's not. The always, you know, there's there's cooking aspects too that I that I've kind of flubbed and 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 it happens to everybody. You know, whether you you allow your fire to to burn down a little too far and you end up dumping more charcoal on top of it just to try to catch it back up, mm-hmm. and you end up snuffing out your fire. You know, I mean, I've <laughs> I've seen people do that a ton. You know, uh, something as simple as you know preheating your logs. I like to preheat my logs in the back of the firebox in my cooker. That way, when I flip them over onto that fire, they catch immediately and you're not waiting around for you know that energy to be sucked out of your fire to to get that that log you know warm and having it catch so preheating your logs is, is Have a we big talked deal. M- i don't think we've talked much about we may not yeah t-bun does that ring a bell because it's not ringing a bell with me i do not recall yeah that's yeah. well that's a great little tip yeah i mean just you just you just throw the, the everybody the, listening just got their money's worth right there <laughs> with know. preheating your logs because yeah. that yeah that's very important yeah, you just throw you just throw it in the back of the cooker and and or you can put it right on top of the firebox and if, if it's a little bit warm 
it's going to catch a lot quicker than than just throwing a, a cold log on. Well, that was excellent. Dan, we're going to have you back next week, okay? Okay. Dang so, it. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was off the hook. <laughs> hey, we want to do a thank you again to Deborah Jones from Jones Barbecue. Uh, check out her website, and you can also purchase her sauces and her rubs at jonesbbqkc.com. And uh, talking to Dan about some big barbecue failures. Um, also, our Ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by Jones Barbecue. Check out their sweet and tangy sauce. They're 15 ounce. They're all natural barbecue sauces made with love. And you can get it at jonesbbqkc.com. Please like us on Facebook and you can ask us questions there. For T-Bone and Dan and myself, thank you for tuning in. And always, happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.